Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This special episode of You, Me, Them, Everybody, episode 666 with Joe McAdam, is about Joe's six favorite songs about Satan, Lucifer, the devil, etc. My six favorite songs, and then uh, six songs that almost made the cut. It's a very special episode for a, a, a very special topic. Another special topic is uh, 2020. Some might say we are living in hell, and that's why we have a Patreon account. Because things are going so horribly, we decided to let you make things go a little less horribly. Consider donating. Uh, there is a uh, 666 component if you want to donate $666 a month. Hey, that's what Satan would want you to do, so consider doing that. You could find that in the podcast description. Go to youmethemeverybody.com for more information. Without further ado, Joe McAdam and I hailing Satan, something that doesn't exist. This is a good episode to live positive. Let's start right there. This is episode 666 of You, Me, Them, Everybody, and I enjoyed your show, RPM, for many years. Uh, you did it with a co-host, and you've stopped doing that show, and whenever I want to do a musical-themed episode, you were always the first person I think of because uh, the Venn diagram of our musical taste has a ton of overlap, but you're, I think you have a better scope. You have better, slightly better taste than me, and more importantly, you never make me feel dumb for liking the things that I like. Oh, ever like I, I don't know. I, I love um, really anything. I could be I could be convinced that anything is good. I think. Yeah, we've established that with our ICP talk. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, I mean, the one. that's that is a that is a lot of it right there. But you know, um, I, I I don't know. I like music uh, just in general, but also like I can like bullshit music, bad music, or whatever. If there's a good story or if somebody's really enthusiastic mm-hmm. about it or whatever, you know. And so that's why this episode is clearly all about the devil, Lucifer, Satan. This is our uh, your top six songs about the devil, my top six songs about the devil, and then six songs that didn't make the cut that maybe should have made the cut. Our six 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 list on the six 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 episode of You Me Them Everybody is a tribute to <laughs> is a tribute to you is a tribute to RPM, the late great RPM. Um, and all right, let's devil. start. What is and the devil? Clearly, it's a tribute to the devil. Let's start <laughs> our dark lord. <laughs> Obviously, that's a given. Moving forward, please don't ever insult our dark lord again. <laughs> What's your number six song when it comes to Satan? Uh, I'm gonna go with the song Diablo by Davila Seis Seis Seis. It was the first thing I thought of when you said this is the 666 episode because. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, my brain is very simple and I was just like, oh, I like a band that has 666 in it. Um, I don't know what they're saying. It's all in Spanish and I don't speak Spanish. But I'm assuming it's about the devil because it's called Diablo. <laughs> this is a great song. I have never heard of this act. I've never heard of this band. This is the exact reason why we're doing this type of episode. So thank you. Thank the Dark Lord for you and this song. My number six is one of the more obvious, and I don't think it's controversial to say Motley Crue's best song, Shout at the Devil, is my number six. But number one for the crew? Oh, hands down, yeah. All right. Think about, think about. feel free to Google the band Motley Crue, don't forget the umlauts. <laughs> what, what replaces this? What's a better I, song? Uh, no, you're, you're probably right, but I, I have a very big soft spot for Dr. Feelgood. Sure. Dr. Feelgood is more realistic, and we'll get to that in a second. 
<laughs> yes, it's a much more realistic song. <laughs> Dr. Feelgood is about a specific man that wrote prescription pills, <laughs> like prescriptions. That's why it's a real thing. The devil's the fake real guys. Devil. <laughs> the real devil. <laughs> that's that's also the, the album cover for Doc, the for Doctor Feelgood is hilarious. Oh yeah, no, that was Actually, uh, all of these are pretty hilarious. Yeah, every every song about the devil, I think, is inherently a silly song because oh, uh, yeah. the devil's not real. <laughs> yeah, this is all BS. Uh, unless this, unless you pick one the... of your songs, the devil is real or Satan is real uh, by the Leuven oh, brothers. We're getting to that. Okay. Uh, th- this is the one guilt, not a guilty pleasure, but this is the one cruise song you can play as, when you're DJing and everybody's on board, even if you're in a place that in theory hates hair metal. Yeah, people like chanting, and it's a chant song. Yes. Yeah. And if you're going to chant, you should chant about Satan. And it's it's funny, the chant is just the word uh, shout for the most part, which yeah. is a funny thing. To chant, it's like chanting the word chant. It's great. Uh, <laughs> what does oi mean? If you're an Australian punk and you're chanting oi, what do you, what's that? I think that's just like a, like an exclamation, you know, you're just excitable. You're What's your number five song about Aussie. Satan? Is it excitable? It's, it's uh, all right. Number number five, "Devil in the Sleeping Bag" by Willie Nelson. It's a good song. It's about it's about traveling on the road, and about how that would uh, even be a bummer for the devil. Um, but it's it's good stuff. Uh, I think Willie knows his shit when he's talking about traveling and the devil. There's actually another song about the devil on this record. This is from. Uh, Shotgun Willie, which is de- it's definitely my most listened to Willie Nelson album. Uh, but this is my more favorite song uh, about the devil on that album. Uh, I should make it clear right now that these are not songs that are anti-God or about God or about hell. This is about the devil. Hence, there's no heresy by Nine Inch Nails on this list. There's no highway to hell on this list. There's n- there's not like a ton of great gospel songs that reference Satan. No, no, no. These are about Satan. So this is about Satan on the road. Yeah, this one's about Satan on the road. He's in a sleeping bag. Because <laughs> <You know. laughs> he My gets chilly. Five, uh, of course, of course. That's part of Everyone the song that. is that he gets um, chilly. <laughs> <laughs> My number five is uh, uh, Jay-Z's Lucifer, which is on the Black Album, uh, when it was really supposed to be the last Jay-Z album. Kanye West production. I could still listen to Kanye West productions and not feel incredibly depressed. I can't listen to his music anymore and not feel incredibly depressed. So this is that sweet spot. I could have picked the song that Kanye sampled from, but that's sort of a lie. I don't. I didn't know this song before the Jay Z version. So Jay Z's Lucifer. Uh, not that many hip hop songs about Satan or Lucifer or the devil. Fewer than uh, yeah, fewer than in the I would say the rock and country worlds. Yeah, uh, I think you need to have a privileged upbringing to really care about this stuff. Because <laughs> the, the devil is uh, fake, and so yeah, it's a it, inherently your song is about uh, being bummed out about a, a thing you made up, <laughs> or saying shouting at it because it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, they're they're shouting at the devil positively. Hell yeah! I thought they were. I thought on. they were shouting him down. <laughs> Number four. What's your number four? 
Uh, number four, let's go with uh, Devil's Haircut by Beck. I don't really know what that song is about, but I grew up listening to it a lot. It's about Scientology. Yes, it is. Actually, that makes sense. All Beck songs are about Scientology. And all songs about haircuts are about cults. <laughs> Pavement, Beck, stop. Yep, that's it. <laughs> My favorite haircut songs. Let's do that one next. Fine. All right. Fine. All right, moving on. <laughs> I love that song. If it wasn't on your list, it would have been mine. Uh, mine number four is a song that I thought was a parody song until I did research for this episode. It's the Lovin' Brothers, Satan is Real. Satan Those yeah. guys are true believers. Yes. They. Um, I thought based on the hilarious cover. That oh, this no. Was Those always... guys are legit. Yeah, they. that's not a, that's not a joke, man. <laughs> this song is amazing. Yeah, it's they're they're really good. <laughs> They have beautiful voices. They do. It's just gorgeous. But if I describe to you a giant cardboard cutout of a red cartoon devil and then two men in pristine white suits smiling called the Lovin' Brothers, do you think that would be a serious album or a or a parody album? Well, we, we grew up in an era of extreme irony. So our, our brains instantly jump to that if we see anybody being sincere about something but they look silly being sincere we think it's just fake <laughs> it's just the way it w- this once is again the way we're programmed. These are... <laughs> yeah but these are fake this is about a fake thing so, <laughs> that's, that's again, also true but it's very real to them <laughs> why didn't it not make your list i don't know i i i like i like that song i thought it was uh i i avoided i think maybe that one and um running with the devil because i thought they'd be like they'd be too known i guess yeah they're most of mine is i i didn't want to include the super well-known ones but then i had to listen to all of these songs multiple times and i realized like oh yeah they're well known for a reason yeah running with the devil is a uh is a real kick-ass song did not make the list because I feel like Run On With The Devil and Shout Out The Devil do roughly the same thing. And if I was going to pick one, I like the crew version more. Fair enough. All right. Your number three. Seven Devils by Kevin Morby. With the seven. Just a, on the a most great... recent song on either of our lists. Yeah. It's what, last year or 2018, I think. Um, but uh, it's, uh, I've been, like I've got all all of Kevin Morby's records, I've been a big fan. Um, and this last one is called OMG, and it's just uh, it's maybe my favorite one. Maybe it's like a neck and neck, I think. But it's um, yeah, no, it's it's a whole concept record about you know God and all this stuff. And anyway, if you like, it's this one's a mellow one, but it has a really uh, a really good guitar solo in it. And I'm still a 35 year old man, and that's gonna do something for me. Speaking of 35-year-old and older, The Rolling Stones' Sympathy for the Devil is my number three, a song that I did not want to include but is undeniably great. Yeah, you have to. Um, yeah. You know, it, 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 it deserves mention. It's a, it's a great song. It's, it's been overused by, like, movies, and anytime there's, like, a devil in a TV show <laughs> or something, that's, like the, that's the go-to song of, like, we, uh, there's a guy who's uh, not so great coming to town <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, people... Uh, that was my uh, version of the backup singers doing that part in the song, Sympathy for the Devil. I think you knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. <sighs> ah, well, right. I'm sad. Number two. Number two, I'm going with 
Sinister Purpose by Credence. And I don't know if this is technically a devil song, but it sounds like this song is written first-person perspective of the devil. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I don't think they say devil in it. I don't think they say Lucifer or Satan or anything in it. But, hey, we, come on, we get it. Wink. Wink. Uh, and also, this this song, it just kicks ass. And it's one of my favorite like final songs in a movie. It's in Green Room. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have, actually. That's like the, it's the last song in Green Room when... I don't want to say what happens if people haven't heard it. Watch Green Room if you are okay with like uh dogs biting people and you can see everything <laughs> oh that's it's one of those kind of movies i thought you were gonna say if you were okay with white supremacy oh yeah no i i think well i think there's just so many movies and things you about, already assumed anyone listening to an episode about satan they're already <laughs> gonna be a white supremacist yes precisely no i think i think that's that's portrayed in movies and it's not as visceral as seeing like dogs biting people in the thighs and people getting their hands smashed into doors. And it's a very, very gory movie. Do you think it's, there's any coincidence that, um, maybe and George Michael star in very similar movies with Scott Pilgrim versus the universe and green room. Um, you know, I I think that's probably the Illuminati in action. (laughs) uh, I think that's what that is. Uh, my number two is the only spot where we have crossover, but it's not the same song. Mine is Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. I think it's fair to say that Sabbath ushered in the cool Satan aspect of music. Yeah, they and they talked about Satan, the devil, Lucifer, uh, quite a lot, and always uh, made it sound cool. Yeah, 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 hell yeah. And it was, um, it was like a relatable cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, like I'm, I'm the my number one. So we've, we've yeah. The overlap here is is Sabbath. Mine is NIB by Black Sabbath. Which this song is just about. What if you were the devil and you were like trying to fall in love with somebody? Yeah. Which I think is the only song that I'm aware of that does that. And it's great. Um, it's like I want to hold your hand, but for the devil. If the devil had written that song. Um, which is like a nice song about the devil trying to have a nice life, which is difficult yeah. because he's the devil. My, yeah, my name is Lucifer. Please hold my hand. That's a nice lyric. That's like, that's like if that were, if that lyric were like Tommy, that would have been, you know, my name's Tommy. Please hold my hand. That's a very sweet thing to say, but uh, it's the devil. So people think it's, you know, bad business to talk about the devil. No way. He's great. And he's just when trying I, to find when somebody. I pitch this, when I pitched this episode to you, did you instantly go to Sabbath? Uh, yeah, no, I, well, first thing was, uh, Running With The Devil was the number one song, but then I was like, oh, well, there's gotta be, like, 30 Sabbath ones, which is the funniest one to me. (laughs) (laughs) I went with the one that, like, the first four of those records were, like, life-changing in a cool way, where I realized, like, oh, the current metal, like, Sepultura is, and Pantera are stupid, this is the good version of that. Yeah, I mean, it was all like so kind of done right around. out of the gate. Yeah. It's it's really no different than the Stooges in punk rock, where when yeah, you we, and I are growing up and people... Yeah, like, give me that. The foundations are so strong. My number one, is similar to Devil's Haircut, is uh, Daniel Johnston's Devil Town. I was 
Oh yeah, that's a great one. I should I didn't even think of that one. Yeah. Um, Daniel Johnson is is one of the saddest figures in modern music. Is it fair to say? Is it? Is it's a sad. I don't know. To me, it's I mean, a sad it's, story. It's um, certainly uh, there are bummer elements of it. Of his story, but he's of, also just a fascinating dude. Oh yeah, all of the acclaim and. I guess mythology around groups like Neutral Milk Hotel should have gone to Daniel Johnston because this is an actually disturbed person who was made more disturbed by horrible people like Gibby from the Butthole Surfers and wrote some of the most heartfelt cutting songs in a short period of time and then slowly had a Brian Wilson-like existence in his parents' basement. And uh, Devil Town is... One of the only is the only song on either of our lists that has no instrumentation. It's just a guy singing, and uh, it's gorgeous. And if you want it to be sad, it's sad. If you want it to be happy, it's happy. It's it's a it's almost a perfect song. Yeah, and also, uh, I think this is this is so I, this is awful. But I think the I the first time I heard it was when I. Uh, I was watching Friday Night Lights when, when that was airing for the first time. It's yeah. in like the f- season one finale of that. Not his version. It's a cover of it. But it's I think Beck awesome. It. No, I it's like... There's it's a Bright Eyes or a like, Beck. It's somebody that's not nearly as good as them, I think. <laughs> 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 it's somebody that's not quite well, as good as them. Let's figure that out right now. Devil Town, Friday Night Lights. It's credited to Friday Night Lights. Tony Luca. I don't know who that is. Neither I don't know. So it's I not the brightest version. Is. Because this is our six six sips episode, and you've done six, and I've done six. Now are the six that barely didn't make the cut. Oof. Um, let's go. I'm going to mention a few that didn't even make these cuts. Uh, there's a Tori Amos song about the devil that I wanted to include, only because there's such a lack of female representation on this list. But uh, similar to, it's almost like um, women have bigger problems color. than the devil. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, uh, Coven's "Packed with Lucifer" almost made the list, but Coven was essentially just like a white boy blues band <laughs> trying to do like satanic stuff. So it just, ugh, it doesn't age well. <laughs> I'm now. I have to listen. I don't know that one, so I have to check that one out. Yeah, it's it's just ugh. Coming in at number six, uh, for they didn't make the list is, or they kind of made the li- no, list two. Iron Maiden's Number of the Beast. Yeah, that's that feels like it needs some uh, representation here. here. Here's where I'm like, it, I I don't like speed metal, period. I never want to listen to speed metal. Occasionally, I'm okay with it, but I don't want to play it. I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to go to a speed metal show. I, I understand why it's technically more impressive than the doom metal that I prefer, but I'm just, I don't, I don't want it in my life. I'm not opposed to it. I, I like the art to a point. It just doesn't do anything for me. Does Iron Maiden do anything for you? Uh, it's not like a, I'm not throwing on a lot of Iron Maiden, no. But I can enjoy it. It's not. I don't have any of their records. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, there's there's some fun there's some fun stuff in there. It's just not my it's not my number. It's not my bag, baby. Um, necessarily, <laughs> but but I, I I don't I don't dislike it. That's for sure. My number five almost made the list is Johnny Cash as the Devil to Pay. This is a similar to Willie Nelson's song. This is a straightforward Johnny Cash song that could have been on pretty much any of his albums in the 70s. Um, It's just a good song. The structure of it sort of steals by a different Johnny Cash song. It's 
sounds like Stand By Your Man, but it's not. It's uh, The Devil to Pay. It's a good song. I would never uh, be upset if I ever heard this in a bar, and that's kind of where I want to hear uh, country music about the devil is in a bar. Yeah, and there's so, only so many like, songs you can you know sound like. You know, Johnny Cash, Johnny like Cash, a billion, a billion songs. They're all going to sound kind of, yeah, kind of like one of four things. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Those are cool things. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the more recent songs. I didn't know about this song until I was doing research for this show. These arms are snakes, Lucifer. Have you ever heard this song? No, I don't think I've, I know that one. It's great. It's it's uh, it's driving. I'm I, I like this band, but I'm not super into this band this is the kind of song that's going to make me put it on a bunch of playlists and uh deep dive their catalog because it's it's just a good solid modern rock song um i don't know if you've noticed joe not a ton of modern metal on this list um no yeah i mean i don't i'm not, I'm not listening to a ton so i don't know i don't know the reference points this is one i would have been not surprised if it made your list as os mutantes ave lucifer oh yeah they're great yeah, I like this song a lot, and I'm kind of surprised it didn't make my top six, but uh, I shuffled it around. It, there's no, the top six is, is solid. It's a solid six. This, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if this, the, uh, the song off the top of my head, but this is another one I will, I'll have to dig into this, this second six list after the fact here. Yeah, these two are so good, and I just, it, it there's not enough room. Uh, Rocky Erickson's Don't Shake Me Lucifer. Sort of a similar story to Daniel Johnston. Um, a man sort of falling apart forever. Yeah, and also a, a Gibby Haynes connection, right? I think maybe they just Oh, oh that's right. But um, Texas is a crazy state. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, also, he uh, had, like, I, I would say that uh, like half of his songs you can throw on any Halloween playlist and they fit perfectly. They fit the mm-hmm. mood, the, the, like the lightness and the poppiness. But at the same time, it's all about like devils and vampires and shit. He's yeah. great. Love him. It's the kind of stuff that if you're actually listening to the lyrics, you're like, Oh, this guy's fucked up. Yeah, no, it's all about how his brain is being tortured. <laughs> yeah. This guy is more metal than any actual metal band. Probably so. Number one in the second six list when I thought of this show, I thought this was going to be in my top six. Venom's In League with Satan, ushering in black metal. This is, to me, the the popularity of Iron Maiden's number of the beast. This should have that. I like that, that uh, yeah, it's in, in League with Satan, like it's a, like a business partnership. They're pals, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't, I don't have a lot of uh, Venom knowledge, but I should probably, I should probably have more. One of the ugliest threesomes of all time. Um, name, uh, well, now i got to look him up, because worse than, do you think ZZ Top is ugly or attractive? No, no, I think ZZ Top is uh, attractive, both uh, current edition and pre-Beards edition. Yeah, there, I, I think it, at the minimum, with the beards, they got a, they got a real look going on. Oh, yeah, yeah they're great. Did you watch the documentary? Yes, and uh, best part about it is they talk about the band going on a hiatus after like their first album yeah. tour kind of thing, and everyone's like going out and doing drugs and, and going to Europe or whatever, and then uh, Dusty Hill gets a job working the line at the airport. 
like throwing bags <laughs> in, on a cart. For like two years. Yeah. For And then when they all get back together, Dusty and Billy just have those beards. They didn't plan that. <laughs> That's the best part. That that everything else is just kind of like, and they're a good band, and then they had a fun tour. And but that's the funny that's like the funniest thing I've ever heard. That documentary really fell off for me because the first sixty minutes was entirely captivating, but then it just is like, All right, that's cool. They were they're popular kind of, on MTV. Yeah, they're kind of a drama free band. I would heavily disagree, considering you just said one of the guys went to Europe for like the foundation of second wave British punk and then also came back and brought like this industrial noise edge to ZZ Top which is completely swept under the rug that's fascinating dude works at an airport and then also <laughs> they toured with like livestock for years that's fascinating yeah but I mean I mean they didn't like hate each other as all you know like they weren't the eagles they didn't have like weird blow ups yeah. or ego problems or whatever they were just kind of like chill dudes uh, you know. Maybe maybe my problem is no one ever says in a documentary. How could you show me the receipts of the livestock bill? How long did the livestock <laughs> live? Did they restock the livestock? Did they fly out the same chickens for the South America tour? Or were they different chickens? Were the were the livestock Local regional? Chickens. Because you can't travel to certain places with certain animals. How did that work? That's what I want to know. What if ZZ Top was responsible for the novel coronavirus COVID nineteen? Because they brought all that those animals. Right. That's that's you know what I'm gonna pin it on them. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, ZZ Top. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, man. Hail Satan. Yep, hail Satan, bud.